Welcome to episode 30 of Owning It, the podcast hosted by me, Meg Roundall Green. And it's following my journey from a full-time working girl to full-time mum to now solopreneur, building a business coaching um, program for women who want to do exactly what I've done. So that's move from their nine to five into a business they love to create flexibility and do more of the things that really light them up. So I'm Meg. I'm a mum of three. If you haven't listened to uh, my podcast before, I'm so glad you're here. Thanks for joining. I'm so happy to have you here. And today I want to talk about something that's very close to my heart, which is how we can have some semblance of balance in our day-to-day, get stuff done that we need to get done and move our businesses forwards whilst dealing with the family life, um, keeping the house together, running the things that we need to run, doing all the things that mums do from getting up in the morning to going to bed. So this is a major area where some of my clients struggle because there's there's literally like a never-ending list of things to do. And if you're a mum, And if you have your own business, you know exactly what I mean, because the two are kind of not that compatible at first. You need to raise your game and you need to have some solid strategies in place to make it work. So this is where I see a lot of women struggling because it's just too overwhelming. There's not enough time and it feels like it's a struggle on all fronts. And that's not why we've created businesses that fit around our family. We've created businesses that fit around our family to do precisely that, spend more time doing what we love. So I've got some super actionable tips today that I really wanted to tell you about, which have worked for me. I mean, don't get me wrong, I'm by no means perfect at all. Things slip, they always do. But being intentional and being really focused on what you need to do is most of the game. (laughs) So if you can decide on those really important tasks and prioritise those, And by really important tasks, I'm also including spending time with your family, personal stuff, things that you want to do for you, because that's all part of living this kind of a lifestyle is prioritizing yourself and your family and the things you love. So I begin by this one kind of principle that I apply to everything. That is my calendar is in charge. So if it's not in the calendar, it ain't going to happen. And that's a really good discipline to get into because it means that you have to be focused on what you're putting in and more importantly, what you are leaving out. Just to give you an example of the stuff that I have started leaving out, which has really helped me get to the next level personally and professionally, is I've started leaving out watching TV during the week. Now that may sound a bit extreme, But I'm in the phase of growth now where I really need to focus my efforts where I know they're going to matter. And yeah, don't get me wrong. I love a Netflix binge as much as an ex-girl. I need to find a new series, actually, probably because I haven't been watching anything. I don't know what there is on. But I save that time for I'm very intentional about my relaxing time. And that goes kind of in the diary, like Saturday, Sundays, Saturday evening, Sunday evening, like chill put on some telly, have some wine, have dinner, you know. But during the week, I've been really disciplined and I've actually put in some time between around 6 to 7.30, which is my learning time. So this is where I either read 
or I dig into something that I want to know more about or I try and improve a skill or um, something like that. Sometimes my exercise does creep into that time. So maybe the learning time is more like half an hour. But I'm, if, I'm, if I've managed to read for half an hour a day, I'll be really happy. So about leaving things out, what, are, what else could you leave out? Like what is not going to move you forwards in your life and in your business? Um, I've realised that scrolling on social media is not going to move me forward. I have actually dedicated um, time to spending on social media to grow and to nurture my my audience. That's a different thing. But just, you know, those times when you just pick up your phone because it's a habit. It's so ingrained in us. It's like, where's my phone? Pick up my phone and start scrolling. I've just cut that out. Um, Another thing that is really helpful is having a specific place for those habits. So social media is my phone for fun, but social media for work is my computer. So I've got that distinction. So if I'm just picking up my phone for fun to look on social media, I'm kind of aware of what I'm doing. I'm not just, it's not a habit. I've kind of stopped doing that unless I'm just relaxing and chilling and doing what I want. So it's really important to have those things in your head that you know you need to do the following week to get you where you want to go so you don't have to be super structured about it and I am not the most organized person believe me I'm like I'm pretty scattergun but having that discipline and being really intentional about where you spend your time has really changed the game for me so it means you're not reacting it means you're actually being purposeful about where you put your energy And that is a huge, huge shift. Another example I want to share with you is um, put in your personal time first. So put in the things that you want to do over the week for your family or for yourself. Put those in and then slot everything else around it. Otherwise, we all know that creep, calendar creep of work, work, work. And work can just expand to fill the time. If you have a specific time for family, time for yourself in the diary, that cannot creep. So treat it like you would treat your diary at work. If you are still working in a corporate job or in a profession, like your diary is what you live by at work, isn't it? Because you have meetings. It shouldn't be any different when you're running your own business because you have to be really focused about what you are doing each and every day. Otherwise, you could spend weeks and months not really getting anywhere and then feeling frustrated and wondering why you're not getting anywhere. But it's all about just being focused about where you spend your time. So I know that some coaches have a really great way of breaking down a day into like the percentage of time spent doing X, like percentage of time doing work, percentage of time doing self-care. I don't go into so much detail, but I've really started just putting in those blocks of personal time and then the blocks of work time around it. And when I say work time, be very specific about what you're doing in your work time. Again, it's very tempting to get off track. If you're on social media for a specific reason, like creating content or showing some love to your audience or growing your group, I know it's really hard not to get distracted. So there's a little bit of self-discipline that goes into it too. And it's just like exercising that muscle of like being aware when the focus has shifted and sticking to the actual task. 
But I do find that having those blocks of time just focuses my mind. So every week I know I'm going into Monday and I know what's in the diary. I know what calls I have. I know what clients I'm speaking to and I know when I'm fitting in those other activities like marketing, like content, like um, uh, prospecting. I know when that's happening and I know how much time it's going to take. So that's a really important one for me. Um, Another thing that I've started doing and kind of more formally just to help me stick to it, to be honest, is um, diarising my kind of mindset time. Now, this is a bit, I'm not sure who else does this. Um, I'm sure people do this, but it makes it a non-negotiable. And when you make things a non-negotiable in your life, that's when the certainty comes, that's when the confidence comes, and that's when shit gets real and you start doing it. So um, 5.30 to 6.30 is my meditation, journaling and mindset work. And just having that space for it when, and I know we are all busy and I know you have kids and other pressures and like a lot going on, dogs and, you know, whatever. But having that time just to yourself is really expansive and it feels really good and it gives you that mental space and that feeling of spaciousness because you're not purely reacting. So I am not a morning person. Um, but then that's one of those things you tell yourself, like about your identity, we can all change. Naturally, I'm not inclined to be super energetic in the morning. It's just the way I am. But just exercising that kind of part of, and I know it's the only time really throughout the entire day I will get to myself really, actually, because I'm always surrounded by people. Um, My family, of course, not just people, they're my family. But if you're in the same boat, try this, see how it goes. I love it. The house is quiet. The dog is asleep. The baby is usually asleep. I mean, he's been a bit, um, bit up early bird at the moment. But 5.30 to 6.30, it's super quiet. I can go outside and sit in the garden maybe. Um, It's summer at the moment, so maybe just go and kind of look at the trees and the sun and have a bit of peace and quiet because we all need peace and quiet in our lives. And something I realise I need to make more time for is that peace and quiet. So I don't want to stack my day back to back. That's no good. Um, And if you've been in the corporate world, you know that when you've got like a back-to-back meetings all day and you don't have a chance to like go to the loo, get a drink, eat, it's, it's exhausting and it's really draining. So I've purposefully built pockets of my day when I'm not working. I don't have other plans because stuff comes up and you also want to have space to wiggle and space to move. Um, weekends, I do work um, probably in little bits, like an hour here and an hour there, um, mainly because my husband's not working so he can take the children or some of the children <laughs> um, and give me a bit more time. So that's good. But I do have an intentional um, relaxing time, like all day Sunday. Um, and like in the evenings, I don't want to be working all evening. I I want to spend that time with my husband. I want to have dinner. I don't want to work through dinner. 
Um, that's why I've like, I stop my learning time at 7.30 and then there's like time for dinner, 7.30 to 9.30, pretty much like dinner, um, chats. And then maybe if I'm feeling energized, I might do a bit more work in the evening, but it just comes down to reassessment of priority. So if you are feeling stuck, if you're feeling confused about why things aren't moving for you, Number one, look at the activities you're doing. So more than any kind of planning or strategy for time, what are you actually doing in the time? That's the critical thing, because if it's not stuff that's pushing your business forward, and by that I mean making money, getting clients and servicing clients, those three things like that's really what you should be focusing on in this stage. If you're an early stage entrepreneur, those are the critical things. If your tasks are not directly tied to those things, don't do them. And when I say don't do them, you can delegate, you can postpone, or you can just not do them. So on a scale of one to 10, how profitable is this activity? If it's not profitable, bin it. If it's mildly profitable, but takes a long time, I would almost be tempted to bin it as well. So you want to be focusing purely, and this really helps to clear the mind it's helped me clear my mind absolutely because so much time can be spent on other stuff which is almost a procrastination technique because we might be feeling scared about making that shift into selling or making that shift into getting clients or making that shift into serving your clients if you're very new in this so just be aware of what tasks you are doing and then secondly look at the tasks you're doing, like the actual activities, and just be mindful of how, how long it's going to take and where it's going to land in your diary. So don't rely on the old brain organizer, because that never works and stuff always comes up. We're not designed to be pure, disciplined, focused creatures. We're emotional, messy complicated creatures and things come up and our mind wanders and our discipline wavers and all those things so make it easy for yourself don't look at this as a a drag look at this as a freeing exercise because it is really freeing when it's all down in your calendar online calendar or paper calendar wherever it is just live by it and you will see suddenly your days feel expansive because you're not just responding to things in the moment and reacting to other people's demands. You're setting your own demands before others. And that's a really important piece. And when I say others, I don't mean clients, etc., because obviously they come first and your service to them is really important. What I mean is the demands of other, like a hundred other things that can distract, annoy, like demand your attention that you don't need to do. So that's really important that you're taking control of your diary and you're taking control in a way that feels good to you, but builds in that space to think. Another thing I want to talk about is just having a slight detachment from our beloved mobile devices. So probably until about eight or nine every morning, I don't look at my phone and I've um, been strengthening this habit and it's really working for me. So I don't check email don't check social media it's really tempting to but I don't um I don't check anything until about usually about 8 39 so I'll go out for a walk um about 8 30 
um, then I'll check it. But before then, it's like books. Um, actually, if I'm listening to audiobooks or doing meditation, then I will use my phone, but I'll only use it for that specific thing. Um, and it's really just, it's helped me feel more peaceful um, because I'm not responding emotionally to all the sort of demands that come up in your email. I don't know if anyone else feels this, but it can be quite stressful looking at your emails because suddenly it crowds your head with all the stuff you feel you should be doing. So it's been really helpful for me to not have that first thing in the morning, have that energy invade my my time and my intention setting and my mindful practice in the morning um, because basically it undoes all the good work of me waking up early and doing that hour of reflection and alone time. So something that's really, really helped is doing that. So I would urge you to try a couple of these things. Like it's not going to all happen at once. You're not suddenly going to be like a productivity ninja. I mean, you may well already be, in which case hats off. Um, but it does take time and it does take time to figure out what's going to work for you. So it, it may well be that you're more of a night owl and you'd much prefer to like have dinner earlier and then work from eight till midnight. Absolutely. Just whatever works, but just be mindful of when that's happening, schedule it in and which tasks you're going to be doing at any one time, because that will really help you see what's working, what isn't working and kind of be quite analytical about it and say, well, the last two weeks I've done X, Y, Z and here are the results. How's that correlated? That's my lunch. So I'm going to go. That's what I've got for you today. I can't wait to see you on the next episode and I will see you on the next time. Bye.